Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's in a number? Five, 33, 11. These are all numbers. The only number that really matters tonight is coming to you live from Opera Bob's in downtown Toronto. This is Footy Prime, the podcast, Number 100! Although I think it's technically 101 because there was that one that we won't speak of because Dan did that thing with that car and then the goat came out. Either way, we got Brendan Dunlop, James Sharman, Danny Dicchio, Craig Forrest Ghost, and producer Dan Wong. Footy Prime, the podcast is brought to you by DAZN. Get your free trial at DAZN.com. DAZN. Game changed. And now, as always, for the 100th time, let's get this party started. I really hope Craig's not dead. Because then that would be really inappropriate. <laughs> I really hope that Dan's pressed the record button. <laughs> yeah, have you? Remember that? Remember that one show about seven show? minutes in? Just one? Seven? Seventeen minutes in, I made you go through everything again. It was just and, one show? And like I was that? very apologetic and high all the same time. Like every other show, you mean? I think I have the bad mic. Do I have the bad mic? No, I've got the bad JC mic. JC says no. Oh, the host does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is the hundredth edition of this little show we call the Footy Prime Podcast. Um, we're all here except for Craig, so there's that fucked. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. You know we had all these big plans for the hundredth edition. You know, plus it was opera bobs, get some beers, some food. Plus it was Craig's hundredth birthday last week. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are, Craig, we're thinking of you. But welcome to the show. And yes, I think when we, we, we started this podcast in back in November 2019, it was a good excuse to get together, have a beer, talk some sports. And it evolved into perhaps more than that, I think. We brought Dunham aboard last, what, six months? Thank you. You guys saved your life. Uh, March. March. How did we save <laughs> your life? You, you guys... <laughs> <laughs> this is so pretty prime right now. <laughs> Shit was off. You guys saved my life. How did we JC save your life? JC is bad panicking, porn movie, handing out mics right now. 
it's it's like on the fluffer, just you know, holding yeah rods in front of people's mouths. <laughs> yeah, I could see your beard sweating because you're 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 terrified of the the anger. Oh, I still get my hat. I still get like a little intimidated when you guys look at me. <laughs> no, gen- a, genuine question for guys that have beards, and I'd like the followers to to kind of agree or disagree. Do you get beard sweats? No. No? I don't get beard sweats. Jeffrey? I get beard gunk. Like, I get stuff, like, stuck in it and then don't realize it's in there and then it's in there for, like... Like food? Food, various, you know, bodily fluids. (laughs) uh, You know, things in nature. You know, you're just rolling down the street. But you're a big faux noodle guy. You must get, like, remnants of... Do you say faux? Look... Yeah, I'm I'm Chinese. I'm not Vietnamese, you fucker. <laughs> hey, he's Asian. He can say whatever can he say wants. Whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's hey, just yeah. so everyone knows, it's pronounced pho. Pho. Thought it's pho. <laughs> I don't know what it's pronounced. It's I'm definitely not, pho. I don't speak Vietnamese. I was Fuck born in Germany. That. that explains everything. We went from beard to pho. Okay, you do you get stuff beard. in your in your beard? beard? We don't have a beard this week. You have a growth. What are we Yes. Um, no, I do get beard sweats. That's what I was asking for. Like, I get sweaty kind That's of That's male menopause, dude. Yeah. Maybe it is, yeah. Get, I think it has more to do towards. with you're not oiling it properly. It's more. It's your skin that's itchy. You're I don't put sweaty. fucking oil in my beard. Well, that would explain it. So right now, the, the, the stubble, is that from trimming or is that growing back? Trimming. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, and you shaved at 3 p.m.? This morning, 9 a.m. You shaved this guy. morning at 9 a.m.? Correct. No, with clean. the clippers. Not hey, with the how hairy are your armpits? I don't really, me- <laughs> I don't really measure them. To be quite honest, Dan, they're pretty no. fluffy. Yeah, and your bush, huge bush. No. All right, let me tell you. This has gone totally off topic here, yeah, Sean. It's, it's not what for you, our hundredth edition. <laughs> it's it's very fitting, isn't it? It's special hundredth show. The hundredth. It's true, Dish, that, that the European footballers in the nineties they, they they came in with like shaven. Greased up, they were they were waxed, and they were surprised by the Brits who were so hairy. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story that when I went to Italy, Sampdoria, there was experiences that I never experiences in the showers after games and after training. In the showers, guys each had a razor blade, and they what? shaved basically everything, okay. like a big razor. Legs everywhere, and I was just like this young English boy going over to Italy with obviously Italian heritage, so I was obviously pretty olive hairy. skinned and hairy. And hairy, yeah. And they were looking at me like I was the outcast. These guys were like baby dolphins, like just smooth and like Wonger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? And they, you know what their excuse was? It makes them run faster. Yeah. Aerodynamic. And I called bullshit. I said, that oh, is bullshit because you have kits on. Yeah, I said, there's no way I'm doing that just to run if faster. If you guys all played nude like uh, the Greeks did, so- Socrates and Plato. Which is where the name soccer came from, Socrates. Is it? Yep. Is it really? No. <laughs> Sherman has this magical way of taking things that sound real and making you believe them. Soccer came from association football. 
the Sokin Association is where, where soccer came from. The Sokin Association? I would like Dan Wan to really read up his history of the game, but also watch the English game on Netflix. That's a real historic TV series for you to show how English football started. You know what, Deesh? If you were rich, you would have been great in that series. Oh, I would have loved it. Because cause that was so physical and nasty and vicious and ruthless, right? But you were, you were like a... Corner. Where would I have been? From the south or north? Um, you would have been one of the, the, the mine owners. Yes, correct. Can you yeah. imagine if Ditch was brought up rich? <laughs> Can you imagine? He would have been the worst. I would have been a different guy. You would have completely. been an asshole. Like, I think, I completely think, different I think guy. the only reason you're friends with us is because you were brought up poor. <laughs> and I'm still poor. Thank you. <laughs> rich Ditch. Well, that's because you live in Toronto and you have nine kids. That's why. Correct. Made, made a nice living as a footballer, but so many kids. <laughs> All over the world. <laughs> so many taxes. But, fellas, it's been quite an almost two years, and I think we timed it beautifully, right, given what happened in the last almost two years. So it started off, obviously, COVID happened and all the nonsense of COVID, the pandemic. We're still, amazingly, we're still in there. We, we've, seen, we've seen Leo Messi change clubs. Never thought we'd see that. We've seen Ronaldo change leagues back to where it began, kind of, right. with United. You're not United. allowed to saw. say his name. I know. The man know. we're not allowed drink, to speak Drink, drink. Every yeah. time he says his name or Portugal, we have to drink. Yeah. It was Dunny, though. It was when I say it, you were supposed to drink. Can you say it? I didn't say it. Say it. I don't need to say I'm it. I'm thirsty. Say it. Ronaldo. Thank you. <laughs> Recording live. We've seen Liverpool win a championship once again. We've seen the Canadian women's win a gold medal at the Olympics. Amazing. We've seen the men's team, you know, become, I wouldn't say a household property per se, but, you know, gathering steam, a really good team. Alfonso Davis, we've seen become one of the best fullbacks in world football. We've seen Maradona die. Oh God, dude! We timed it beautifully, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, you're right. Shows we've covered a lot of shit. Every time you see Pele trending on Twitter, do you not think that he's died? Or all, he I, all I think of is: is does Sportsnet still have my obituary <laughs> I wrote and voiced about four years ago? You're switching mics again. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's I'm the problem, not the mic. It's me. I can. As an as acting producer, JC, acting here, audio engineer, as acting audio engineer, uh, it's your beautiful, soft, gentle voice. That is, uh, not, Dan has an aggressive, brash grating, sure, Deutsch. just just awful, like just like just gets in your skull. As, so for him to take as grating as cold pho, uh, pho. as cold <laughs> oh, cold pho. <laughs> We're at a bar right now, Opera Bar. It's one of our favorite, favorite establishments. Not in all of Toronto here. Um, so forgive us if we, we mishear certain things. It's, uh, it's getting quite Or loud. you don't hear us. Forgive us for that. <laughs> is this is quite possible. Is this a Man City pub? It, it is. is. Yeah. It's the Man City pub. It's the Man City yeah. pub. I hosted an event right where you're sitting. It was another beautiful bald man, Willie Caballero. He was sitting here? He was sitting right there, next to Jesus Navas, uh, Ilica Mangala, and Bakary Senya. Why, why were they here? Did they play a game? They played. Didn't City play TFC in a? Correct, they did. It was an yes. end of season tour. It was because yep. it was May. Yeah. Uh, and I hosted an event for the City Club. They filled it. Uh, it was it was a great turnout. They all got autographs. Oh, that's because you were here. They just came because no, were no, here. no. But that night I flew out to England to see Villa get their asses kicked by Arsenal in the FA Cup final. So I always associate that trip with the, that time of year. Was that the one where they went home with your girlfriend? No, that was that was Benfica, and they just tried to. 
Pepe. She's no longer with us. She's not dead. <laughs> she's no longer with us or with you? What do you mean? She's dead? Or just not in this vicinity? She saw the light and went for Nuno Gomes, not Brendan Dunlop. Seriously. Don't fuck hey, with Dunlop. Name? What was her name? She, she did move to England, though. What's but her name? Really, you can't Google her. What, what is the point of her What's name? What's her name? She's in England. She doesn't listen to this. What is her name? We, this is an old story Edge. that I've told before. Don't do it, Donnie. Don't do name? it. This is a story that I've, that I've told like in the past. I know we've heard it. Is this the show where we have to retell stories? I thought no. we had questions. Yeah. No we comment. Here, so we won't be that bad. Right. Well, that bad because he just retells old stories. Is it like Hulk, where he got rid of his <laughs> missus, but he married her niece, and now he's having a kid with her? Was that Hulk? Yeah. Hulk, yeah. <laughs> this is a current thing. Aren't you on Instagram? Um, not often, no. My explore page is football boots, uh, gym girls with dogs, and soccer See, stories. My, my, my Instagram page is through my business, so I can't follow too many soccer people for that reason. I follow a lot of food companies. God, that what a <laughs> miserable got, explore page. Shum's got his hands in pies everywhere. I did today, actually. <laughs> you forgot to say what? that in this first two, in the last two years, we gave each other the uh, the best therapy in the garage. Yeah, we did. The garage was born, and yes, and not only that, you started a business out of the in the middle of a fucking pandemic, making pies. Well, he did that's start it before, before right there. That's great forethought. <laughs> He did like, start it before. Yeah, but not much before. I think it just catapulted. We, we decided to buy a building and build a kitchen during the pandemic. Three mortgages. Right. He has three mortgages I right do right now. now. As I speak, I have three mortgages. Yeah. Great house for sale, by the yeah. way, in East York. You know, You're like Trump. God, a lot of debt. It. Play the debt. Holy... I must say, though, uh, I tasted one of Sham's pies after purchasing it for a large amount of money. <laughs> And I would be pretty honest with Sean. Good night. All right. Good night, ladies. See you later. Um, room 243. Um, just saying, back to the pies. I've tasted a lot of pies since coming to Canada. <laughs> Not in that sense, but... And it's been very hard to find a good pie. The texture, the pastry, the ingredients, the, the way it's mixed, the way it's cooked... And I've got to say, I don't, I don't want to give too much credit to Shams because his head's already fucking big enough as it is. But it's probably the best pie I've tasted that compares to what we have in England. And we're, we're not known for our food in England, I must say. <laughs> really? But, but pies are our fucking, you know, that's our niche. That's your thing. Yeah, and Shams does a good fucking pie. Thanks, pal. I appreciate that. You know, actually, it's funny because back at Sportsnet, I would bring in pies for Deech and Craig to try and get their feedback when we're trying to perfect. Remember the Balti? I was trying to perfect the recipe. Correct. And I bring them in to teach in for Craig because they had experience tasting Balti pies. They were your crowdsourced They were my crowdsourced. Yeah, they wow. were, yeah. No, we were his guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah, another way of putting it. So anyone that enjoys chicken Balti pie, you can thank Deach and Craig Forrest for that because they uh, helped me fine-tune that recipe. That is the winner-winner chicken dinner. It, it, I like the chicken Balti. Curry chicken dinner. Curry chicken Balti. Um, first... Twitter question from Ken at my team. My teams wear red. Uh, Chelsea fan? First question is for, well, Craig Forrest is not here, but at Danny Dicchio. Weirdest thing you've ever seen during a game, either on the field or in the stands? A penis. Or in the showers. 
Or, or, the, or the dudes shaving themselves in the shower. Yeah, that was pretty weird. I think I've spoken about this before, but the weirdest, strangest, scariest thing was definitely in the, the, the Derby, West Ham, Millwall Derby. And the West Ham fans were trying to get at the Millwall fans. The Millwall fans were trying to... They weren't trying to. They were beating up the police to climb over and get to the West Ham fans. And there was all hell being let loose in the stands while we were trying to play a football game. I'd actually scored that game, so I was feeling pretty good. The game had stopped for about three or four minutes because the fans had started spilling on the field, the pitch at uh, uh, the Den in South London. And suddenly there was this commotion going on and I'm looking at the referee, I'm looking at other players, there's screams going on and I heard this fud going... And I just felt this wind go across my face and it was a fucking police horse racing across the field to try and segregate the West Ham and the Millwall fans. And I kind of looked up at my dad in the stands and I went... What am I doing with my life at the moment? Like, this is what I dreamed of playing all my life since a n- nine-year-old kid. And police horses are running across the pitch at the den, trying to segregate two sets of hooligans, trying to kill each other. I just wanted to play football. What year? Do you remember the year? Because I rem- this is what, one of the other reasons why I was slow to love footy. Because it wasn't available. No, because this violence thing was also promoted almost. Yeah. Was it not? Not so much promoted, but Millwall have a reputation and West Ham have a reputation as well as Chelsea in uh, London and they hate each other. So I think it was like 05, 06, probably 04, 05 where... They had the chance to get each other any opportunity to have a brawl. They would do it. West Ham and Mill, they hate each other. You know, Wonga, I think you're right. I think over here in Canada, it was promoted in that it was very hard to get any kind of um, exposure for the sport in Canada unless something bad happened. Yeah, without violence. Right. So the minute there was a riot or an issue in the stands or pitch invasion, that made mainstream sports shows over here. Right. Not a great goal. Yeah. Not a great assist. No, you're right. You know, and that's what I think we've tried to change for years now, that whole lens that that football's seen through in this country. And I think we've made it. I mean, not because of us. There's numerous reasons. But the game has certainly seen differently now than it was 15, 20 years ago, thankfully. <laughs> it's funny, though. A really good point. Because I think about the Euros, for example. And I was working with the Toronto Star, uh, who... The journalistic integrity, uh, the, the most of any organization I've ever worked for, that's that's their bread and butter. And I I was involved in a lot of conversations about the game because of the, the things that frustrate us the most. Not diving, but racism, the inequality. Those are, those are the conversations that those circles wanted to have in getting into soccer. Or that, Those were the first questions they had about soccer. I did a, a podcast the day after the final, 
And it was, we did speak about the game and the, the host was very happy to, and, and admitted, look, I'm not a big fan. I saw a bit of the game, but I'm bringing you on to talk about all the nastiness, the gate crashing, the racism, and, and we can talk some soccer as well and how that relates in this country. But that was the only reason for the show. It was a good two-hour conversation. There was a, uh, a black coach from a, a youth academy uh, in the greater Toronto area. And so the conversation about was, was how that related. But I feel like the soccer conversations still in new, with new audiences are, are because of these ugly black eyes in the game that, as you say, we were trying to walk away from. And funny enough, we've kind of gone back to that. So. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's still no doubt that is an element, isn't yeah. it, to the sport in this country, especially international um, soccer. They, they, mainstream media loves a bleeding story. It bleeds, it leads right. And if it's football related, even better. So the number of times I get called up when something bad happens um, to go on some radio show that I've never been on before to yeah. talk about that incident. No, it, you know what? You know, it's how black guys feel when they're called and talk about racism in, in the sport. Yeah. Right? Um, Trevor Sinclair said that to us. Yeah. yeah. Earlier in, in my episode. When you always have to comment on something about something because you're semi-related to it. Okay, I just have to... There was a second part of that question. It's kind of funny, and it goes... The other question is, at Brendan Dunlop, will he ever have another podcast without nauseating amounts of content on CR7? So... Who said it's, Ronaldo? It's too much for... Oh, drink up. Drink. It's too much for a man you hater like me. Just so you know, people are noticing, B. People yeah, are people noticing. are noticing. Yeah, I, whoever the admin is on your social media accounts, Footy Prime guys, that that guy has a bigger crush on Ronaldo than I do. I did say it again. Yeah, we're I drinking it again. I just said it again. They're going to run Shades. out of beer in this place. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, we are recording this on the day in which he saved them from, you know, if only they had him in the Europa League final in May, then they wouldn't have lost courtesy of David De Gea, who is a much better goalkeeper since Ronaldo's arrived, I might add. Oh my God! Do you see? The, do you see his double saves? Oh, look, I told you he'd have an impact not just for the two seasons he plays there, but for four seasons and beyond. He's improved United for the next five years. Donny, he was terrible today. He terrible. Scored the winning goal, didn't he? Terrible. Even the fans were giving him shit. Even his fellow teammates were giving him shit. You and think Ole, Mason Greenwood's giving him shit? Ole, let me tell you, Ole is scared of Ronaldo. Yeah, of course. Ole Gunnar Skolshar is scared of him. But I must give credit to him today because I was thinking he brought Pogba off today yeah. where it, the, the, the basis was bring Ronaldo off, Cavani on. But he moved, he moved Cavani up top, brought Ronaldo on the left-hand side. Was not working at all. Come the last minute of extra time, Johnny on the spot's there to put the ball in the back of the net. I text Danny. I was like laughing my head <laughs> off. I was going, this guy. This guy. You texted me five minutes before, <laughs> and you said you said your boy has been awful, and awful. and then and it was it was funny because I was actually listening to it on the radio. I I was trying to time manage my day, which as you know I'm not good at. Awful. So I took the dog for a walk. I was listening to it on Talksport, but it was Chelsea Juve, and they'd crashed in on that, and it was incredible. So I definitely scared the hell out of the dog. And the people in the park must have wondered what the hell I was listening to. A woman had come up and asked, do you have an extra poop bag? And I said, no, my dog isn't friendly. Get it! And she was like, what? And then she stood there. I'm like, why are you still standing there? She's like, I asked for a bag. I'm like, oh, let me take talk sport out of my ear. Soccer on the radio is much, much better. Great. 
Much but not when you walk in your dog and you get interrupted. It drives me crazy as well. If you if you walk in past someone and they got like earpods in, yeah, yeah. Or don't talk to them. But don't you find that now that most people don't wear the wired no the headphones, I feel like conspicuous it's conspicuous though. The the earbuds. yeah, they are conspicuous. But, you, but I feel like people don't respect those people, so they don't respect the corded people. I, I'm still corded. Are, are you corded? You can still? See. You're still corded. You I are? am still corded. Really? Yeah. Things have got that bad in the old Dunlop house, eh? No, I just I I, 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 I just don't want to. Are you wearing an Apple Watch? I am actually. Yeah, I wouldn't wear one either. You too. You know, I just don't like that. You know, Bill Gates is tracking you. Right? I have I just, to check my steps, I know he guys. Is. I know he is. Mine's a health thing. And okay. I, yeah, me too. My sleeping before, is great. Before, me uh, before we talk about anything else, I have to mention a few people that have always supported us. Kula Coolest Ten. He says, "Congratulations, gentlemen, on your 100th episode. Wishing you boys another another." Million episodes, all the best. Gets it. Oh, Kula. Thank you. Big Ivan. I know Big Ivan, the Croatian dream. Good lad. Other, other cats that we have to talk about uh, Alan Scholes, rough day. I saw your update, but Alan, we wish you the best. I don't know. He, he had a bad day on Twitter and he, and oh, he's he? going through some uh, some issues, but all we can say is thank you. Doug yeah. Summonite, Alan Rickwood. Uh, there's a few other that's guys. It. I think that's it, isn't it? Hey? That's all. No, there's more than that. So we have James Sharman. James Sharman. Yeah, I'm always commenting. Brendan Great Dunlop, job, lads. <laughs> under the name James Yu. Guys, uh, yeah, that no, that's not me. James Yu's a real guy. No, I know. He's James my Yu's friend great from school. Too. James Yu's another guy. Yeah, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel, <laughs> the uh, the predatory Englishman, as we call him. <laughs> Hold on, he's over there in the corner. Nigel, he's lurking. He's lurking Nigel. in the corner. Did, uh, I created a new character in the group chat today because uh, in a, one of our previews that you've never seen, we I was raving about Darwin Nunez, the uh, Benfica frontman who scored two goals, good player, in their win over Barcelona in Champions League on match day two, big big result. I was raving about him, so I uh, I called myself Pedro the Prognosticator. Uh, which I think right. I think be could be a real thing. Brendan the Prognosticator. That's very <laughs> racist, by the way. Pedro, the pre- pre- you well, know that uh, was about a Portuguese team. And you're so nah, Portuguese, so I don't care. Like, I'm wearing a Benfica hat in a neighborhood that is known as Little Portugal. Oh, but it got. I feel like it doesn't get more appropriate than that. Who's been the best interview we had the last hundred shows? Nigel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor Sinclair. Trevor yeah, was great. Trevor was great. Um, uh, the guy. Uh, Jason Roberts was Jason. good. Jason, I was going to say I thought yeah. Jason was really great because of his. Uh, oh, Thomas Rungan. Osorio oh, yeah, was, was great. pretty I special. Osorio was good. What, we, when Osorio did you have really Osorio on? Yeah, we're buddies with we were buddies with Osorio. Jonathan and I yeah, are buddies. I, I know who he is. I said, when did you have him on? Johnny Osorio was on. The winner. Yeah. Okay. We tried getting funds on, but the CSA wouldn't let us. So hey. Yeah, and not only that, he, he said He's, no to. Said no to Ditch because of his agent. We weren't <laughs> yeah, big enough. His agent. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you, Ditchio. <laughs> I think. In, I think in the next in the next one hundred shows that we do, that's what I would like to do is increase the guest list. Get more because because since I've been here, we've not had many. Well, guests. the reason being that it, it, listen, this is the first time doing it in person for for a while. Oh right, yeah. right because true. of COVID, and it's so much better in person these shows in general. And when we have an interview coming through Zoom, it's easier to manage than having five guys. And an interviewer, interview you as well. Okay, I'm going to interview you right now. You had a rough day today, and it did. Tell us about your day today. My day today in the kitchen. 
I had to work for like five hours today. Oh, oh, hold on. Let me get the, <laughs> let me get the fucking violins out. Says the man that stands in the soccer pitch all day. Isn't isn't your Yorkshire accent supposed to come out when you complain about working? No, and, then, and then the guy who set up at Opera Bob's, the guy who set it up. What time did he show up? Yeah, what, an hour and a half later. Then he said he was going to be here. He's well, on, he's I on did Portuguese all the hard work time. already. That's it. Yeah, I didn't know there was Portuguese time. Yeah, he's on Portuguese the time. Algarves? Same as the Caribbean yeah, time. The Algarves, he says. So, so <laughs> I show up here just after Wonga because we're the professional ones, and, and Wonga pulls out of his bag this. This like knitting ball, knitting wool ball of cables, like a spaghetti dinner, <laughs> and spent an hour that we we're waiting for Dunlop trying to untangle these wires. Three, three drinks in. <laughs> I knew that that would happen, so I, it was to save myself. It was just like I, I can't look at you untangle that for two hours. I'll be all out of juice. <laughs> you know what I miss in this show so far is the constant vaping from Craig. Ah, oh, Craig. <laughs> Where's our boy, Craig? We've replicated that with beer Northern drinking. Ontario. I think he's in Sudbury. He's, a, he's in a mine. He was one of the miners. <laughs> but he got out okay. He's just stuck up there. Were there any questions for Craig that we can pretend to answer? Well, we, it was a, we, about weirdness, but... He's got some weird ones from West Ham in particular. Some, some of those teammates of his oh were just nutcases. And yeah. even the fact... Remember he was talking about the other day getting snubbed by his own bouncer at his... Players Lounge by Sporty Spice and it, he <laughs> got Sporty Spice. 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 Sporty Spice couldn't get into Opera Bob's. <laughs> That's right. She get right. she right. get an instant fucking firm hand. <laughs> Excuse me, no, no. <laughs> Tell me what you want, what you really really want. Not you. She was the worst. Right? Not was she, you. Was she, Maybe Ginger Spice, but Sporty Spice, no. If we're gonna do the Spice Girls. <laughs> In order and ranking on the, on the podium was my number one. She was fantastic. She was mine as well. But hold uh, on, Sporty Spice. No, no, scary, scary, scary Spice. Oh, scary. Melby, Craig, David, yeah. Yeah, Leeds, right? Leeds. No, isn't she a Brummie? No, she's Leeds. Did you not see really? the, the comedy no, show? Pretty with, sure. I've not heard of a comedian her a long that time. did Scary Spice. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, no, he was brilliant. Mean. Who was your Who was oh. your Spice Girl? I was. I was actually. I was Ginger. I that was my second. I love Ginger. Okay, so You're great in that Union Jack little he, outfit. He wants she? to talk. He's got a long. He's you got like, a long conversation. I'm just gonna going. say this just shows like so. I I was the youngest obviously during this period, and in, still are. Yeah, I still am. But hasn't uh, changed. But I was in I was in uh, in primary school, and Scary was by far my favorite. But it wasn't cool to say that Scary was your favorite. Abs. So so I said why Ginger? It's because of her abs. That's what it was. Yeah, it was because. It's because fit girls weren't in at the time. That's what it was. Yeah, sporty spice. Interesting. No really interesting sports, to hear. Uh, who was yours? None of them because they were out in the club scene when I was out in the club scene and they were all a bunch of... Dude, there must have been one of the five that you would have said, if I had to. If I had to. There would have been... This is like you're, you're on the Titanic. There would have been prior to meeting them. Okay, and who would it have been? They were that ugly After meeting them? No, I, no, can I, I understand them. that. I respect Deech for this answer. Already. Thank you. Go on. Go on. So, Deech, did you meet them individually or as, as the Spice Girls? In pairs. In pairs? Yeah. So, Jerry. They, they were never all out together. No? No. Who were the pairs? Yeah, who hung out? Scary Spice and Posh Spice were always out together. Scary yeah. and Posh, really? Huh. Sporty Spice was never out in the clubs I was in because I think she was batting for the other team. In different clubs, but 
Wait, what about um uh, oh um Bunting baby? Emma. No, baby. she was rarely baby. out. She was rarely out. I think she, she was, was like twelve. No, she wasn't twelve. The blondie, okay, was yes. Ginger out? Because I like Ginger I, was I out now and again. Yes, she was out now again. So Ginger was out with the other one. Who was the other one? But you know, Ginger's married to the guy from Red Bull now, Christian Horner. He's yeah. the he's like the Austrian dude. No, 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 no. He's English guy. Saw that on the F1. He's the technical director. Yeah, yeah. Wild. But the first season, actually, uh, like she'd left on a private jet in the middle of, of their home visit with the cameras. And she's like, oh, I'm going to do a concert and meet up with the girls. And I, I'm looking, I'm like, she's vaguely familiar, but who is this person? No longer Ginger. No longer Ginger. No, now she's Jerry Horner. <laughs> so Jerry. She, she drops Halliwell? She couldn't have dropped Halliwell. No, she's probably still Halliwell. But like I mean, Christian Halliwell, really. She was Mrs. Horner in this video. That's incredible, eh? There she is with James Bond. Oh, that's wrong. Why does why she wasn't does with James Bond? Get to go to uh, a party for James Bond. You know what? We're gonna have a James Bond party. We'll all wear a tie. Of all the things tux that we've been able to do since coming together as a group, you'll wear a tie or a tux. That invite, dude. How much fun! And it's Dickio's birthday, October nineteenth. Yeah, so what are we doing for it, Dave? We're parents. gonna we're gonna I'd dress to, up for your I, party. I would love to have a party. So when I was in England, we used to have good parties for my birthdays. For my thirtieth, we had um, what did we have? Pimps and hoes <laughs> on a boat. You had on a pimps and hose. pimps and hoes on, on a boat on the Thames River. Oh, amazing! And I was at Millwall at the time, and I remember that the Millwall boys came on the players, and they totally trashed the, the toilets. <laughs> And I had to pay for refurbishment of the no. urinals. So I was pissed. We had a great time, but I was pissed. For my, I think it's for my leaving party to come to here, to come to North America, we had golfers and tennis girls. That was pretty cool. That's so the guys nice. had to dress as golfers Plus and fours. the girls had to dress as tennis, Plus fours and tennis and girls. Yeah. Did you Fucking get another great. boat or you'd learn from your no, mistakes? No, we, we did that in a, in a club, in a bar. What is that I would have dressed Brits, up as a bald boy. The Brits and, and costume parties. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, a big thing over this, there. Yeah, it's good because no one... Inhibitions drop. It's not, drop, you it's not pretentious. Yeah. Everyone comes and has a right go. I love a good costume party. But that's an English thing, dress. We don't fancy have that. Dress. Oh, no, fancy no. dress. Fancy dress. No, no. You don't have that. Everyone, I like always... Oh, you mean your generation, children of the 60s, you have that? Wear a stupid hat. Fifties hat party. Well, he is tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a Benfica hat, and yeah. this is a very fucking cool hat, I must yeah. say. Not just because of the screaming eagle on the Dude, front. Dude, I literally just told my daughter, I go, you know how to make a like? She's starting. She's 15, and it, she's in grade 10, and she's starting to like live that high school life. I said, anytime you have people over, if you just want to make things get a go, to Danny's point, create a theme. And people like, hey, it's a disco party. If you're going to show up, wear something disco. I had a great disco party. Craig came to it, actually. At, I, was um, on a, I was invited, and I could was. It. it. was. at. Um, I wasn't invited. What club was it at? No, it was, it was at your tennis no. club. At Charms, your tennis you was club at, or your something. No, there was another one. That was my missus one. But I had one at the place on oh, college. Uh, Orbit Room? Orbit, Orbit Room, room yeah. yeah. I had a disco one there. That was great. Some of my boys come across from England. When, when Big Mike showed up, right? Yeah. I saw the pictures. You guys were all invited yeah. to that, but I you didn't come. I, was. I wasn't invited to that. You was invited to that, Dunny. Shit, maybe I had you're, to You're work. not invited to his next one either. I was doing that. I was doing that shitty weekend show, and I had to work. <laughs> 
That's what happened. Probably. It was Saturday night. Are you guys because only right. Mike, no, Mike, Dan Fernandez, and Craig turned up. He's the Sportsnet boys. Mike, Big Mike is a great guy. Huge Napoli fan. Loves his Napoli. He's about, yeah. what, six foot six and about 350. He turned he's up an as, NFL uh, lineman. He turned, he, is, yeah. he turned up as a transvestite rocker. <laughs> That's right. It was great. <laughs> what a legend. So, so these just parties coming up. It's going to be Opera Bob's. It's going to be a costume party yeah, on the let's, 19th. Let's so ask the up, viewers. Let's on. ask the listeners. What should we do? What's, What's the, the theme? theme? Yeah. What's the theme? Well, this is a, a Man City bar. So I feel as though there's a rock star affiliation. Uh, the tables are gone now. They've, they've obviously because of COVID, but they've redone this place. But I know for a fact that Noel Gallagher sat at that table that used to be right there. He sneaked in for it was a League Cup final, I think. He happened to be in town. What's the because Liam? baby? No, no, I know, I know his band. It's gotta be the one to save me. I love that you think that I love. What? What's that song? What's that song with Noel Gallagher? I know this. That's my go-to karaoke song. That's. I can't believe that you guys are singing when the, the, the voice of all of the songs that have been featured on Footy Prime is, is sitting in the next booth over. We're also and now sing- you are singing. Exactly. We're, we're, we're also singing um, uh, Liam Gallagher's part. Right. <laughs> not not oh, like Gallagher's part, yeah. Anyway, Liam, Liam, Liam sang Wonderwall. No was just... Uh, sad. No was purely uh, guitar on, on Wonderwall. And he may have written it. Great Probably story. It, great story to be told in the Man City supporters club of Toronto that he he was in town, uh, City were in the League Cup final, and he came in and nobody no one bothered him until the end. And he said, "I can't believe no one's bothered me." Buy every single person in here a drink, and he took some pictures and they walked Did away they after really? they won. Did he pay for them? He paid for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he paid for them. That's but great. he couldn't believe it. He's, I can't believe no one's actually bothered me. It's the Canadian um, Canadian way. Canadian way. And I'm before, telling you, before B um, reads our DAZN sponsorship read, uh, what we're going to ask is from Suleiman Ahmed. Yep, Sully. Sully. Right? He was on the show. He yeah, talks, he was. He's he great. Um, Sully. COVID. Um, yeah. uh, wow. Congrats on the hunt. Conquer, Conquer COVID. Conquer COVID. So the, yes. big, the question is, and this is for the football guys, because you know I don't know anything. Can another team outside the big six... He's saying there's a big six win the Premier League. There is a big six. Okay, who are the? Okay, first go through the big six and tell me can <laughs> anyone outside the big six? This is a touchy question at the moment. The Why? Is yes, they can. Yeah, the big six isn't what it used to be. Okay, tell me exactly. who the big six is, and then or traditionally, well, traditionally has been traditionally you go who are the big six. Well, tra- traditionally it's not City, right? Traditionally, no, it was four that didn't include City. Yeah. So okay, that's why it's the big six. Then. In, in modern times, it's it's United, it's Liverpool, it's Chelsea, it's City, right? Arsenal five, six. Tot? Is it Everton? Spurs? Is no. it Spurs? It's, is it Villa? Well, that's the six yeah, yeah. is always the one, the contentious one, right? It's the money. It's Spurs. It? It's Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, but, and so can anyone outside those six win the league? Well, Leicester's in there now, in my opinion. So yeah, they can. It happened before. Why not again? It's highly unlikely. But it's possible. Wonger, a- Wonger asked this question because he really wants Brighton to win. <laughs> no, he wants Brentford. He wants Brentford to win. Oh, right, I right. want Brentford to win, but I found that when they, I saw all the all the headlines saying if Brighton win, wins this game, they'll be in first place. Yeah, and, and they almost <laughs> lost it. 
Yeah. How they won. By the way, I was surprising everyone. I saw the headline. No, it was a draw. They it's they, from Monday. And it was a draw. They I ne- feel like Craig Forrest right now. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, you're like, what was Craig wrong about? Like, he was just wrong? He hadn't watched it? It was... Uh, Michael Antonio. <laughs> you could send it off. West Ham. He's like, I think... I think Michael Antonio is going to have a great game against Man United, and I think he's going to score at least, possibly the first goal. Uh, Craig, he got red carded in the last game, so I think he's suspended for this game. And that, and that, oh. was, and that was Monday, <laughs> the Monday game. He got kicked. So it was three days prior to our recording. And he, oh, he I didn't know that. <laughs> in his defense, he's a working man now. He he's can't, a working he's man. He's not me he's sitting at home watching all these fucking games. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, the Portuguese League Monday Night Football is amazing. You don't know what it's like until you watch Pastor Ferreira take on Tondela at 4 p.m. Eastern, okay? You're a loser. You don't really watch I know. That, you? you don't have to remind me. I know some people that will watch that kind of game. Are you one of them now, B? I've, in the pandemic and in unemployment, I have become that man. Yes, you watch a lot of football, don't you? I do. I watch very little. Uh, there's a great one of the great promos that I cut was of uh, Deech raving about watching a lot of useless football, and to which we said, "Well, because you're scouting." He says, "No, I'm watching the Liverpool under 19s against Benfica under 19s." Nice, love right? it. No, you. This I'm retelling the story that you'd said, uh, but the Villa under 23s are incredible. They just shellacked someone 7-0. Just stop it right now. No one gives oh, a shit. Hold on. You're watching U23 football. I love it, Dunny. Would you I love it. These, yeah, some of the coaches, young players, would you rather watch like a U19, U23 match than a, than a top match? Uh, it depends. If it's, if it's lower league Portugal, I would rather watch a U23 game in the Premier League. Yes. Right. Unless Steven Estacchio is playing. Unless Sistakio has played, who uh, I really like as a player. I watched Passos and Guimaraes this season because uh, there's an English guy whose name escapes me, but it'll come to me at some point randomly in the show and I'll yell at you, who plays for Guimaraes. And Ricardo Quaresma is there now. They're the other team in Porto that nobody knows. And then Sistakio um, plays for Passos, who challenged Tottenham in the UEFA Conference League and probably should have won that tie. So there's other teams you, you to watch. You do need to get a life, don't you? Yeah, you're right. What happened to you? You know what you can get? You can get DAZN. You can get ready for football and soccer on DAZN. Stream the NFL, Premier League, and UEFA Champions League. Your sport, when and where you want it. Start your free trial at DAZN.com. Game changed. Give me a D. Give me an A. Give me a Z. Give me an N. It's DAZN. Brought to you by Danny Dicchio. I wish you could have seen, listeners, how Danny spoke that into the microphone. That was this is that was this amazing. is Danny Dicchio after three drinks. That's all. Three happy he, drinks. You think it was more of a, a flate than a speech into the microphone? There, he did something. Are you happy now? Are you better now? Um, We're all a bit sour, to be well, honest. Tonight. You know what? I think something good happened in the Jays game. Fuck the Jays. Says a Detroit fan. Nope, it's still 5-5. Five, five. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling fine. Yeah. I'm all right. Good. Well, I'm going to give you James Yu, who's U11, who are UJ11 on our... Why the hell does Tuchel? Thomas Tuchel, yeah. Yeah, I He's, know. I'm just trying to pronounce his name. James properly. is a big uh, Chelsea know. fan. He is a Why does he insist on playing three defensive-minded midfielders in big matches? Is that, is that well, Mason Mount is, is hurt right now, right? Pardon me? 
Mason Mount's hurt at the moment. Is he not? I didn't see the game today, so I know they lost. But was Mount playing? He wasn't, right? He's still hurt. I, I was no. Uh, he wasn't I listened playing to today. a bit of Chelsea on the right. radio, but so I that's didn't watch it. The reason I would think. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. But he, Conte and Jorginho, he likes to play together. Not a lot of other managers would. Conte's out at the moment as well. I think he's got COVID. Um, why are the Chelsea fans complaining, first of all? Tuchel's lost a couple of games, and now suddenly they're turning on Tuchel. Isn't it amazing how the narrative has changed within a week? That is soccer. This guy won the Champions League for Chelsea Football Club. And this time last week, we're saying this is going to be the heirs of parents of Man City. Yeah, they're the best team and Tuchel's now supplanted Pet Guardiola the best tactician in Wolf then they lose to City lose to Juventus who are slowly finding their form again and it's crisis it's what we do as football fans it just shows you how fickle football fans are and listen all my mates are Chelsea fans I've told you this before I'm not a big lover of Chelsea but Tuchel has them playing some really nice football he's getting the best out of the majority of that team at the moment, the system which he plays, the formation which he plays, really, really suits the personnel. Lukaku is the final piece for me for them to get the Premier League trophy. I think it will be a really tight race, Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City. And I think what team goes further in the Champions League is going to hinder them for the Premier League title. Yeah, I think so too. Aren't you all dismissing Liverpool a little bit right now? Because Price, I said Liverpool. He, he named them second. He named them ahead of City. Yeah, but not as Chelsea, side. Liverpool, City. Right, so you're dismissing Liverpool as a champion. I said they're all up for it, those three, in the sense that if Chelsea go further in the Champions League, I think it will help Liverpool if they get knocked out earlier. Same with Man City as well. Man City have struggled, by the way. They have. In the Champions League. Yeah. There's, there's this, I mean, they got the final last year, but this season for sure. Thank you. There's something going on there right now, isn't there? But listen, they're, they're all very, very good managers. Klopp, Tukiao, Guardiola, in their own right. So let's not dismiss anything. It's what? We're two months into the season. It's so early. It's so early. Two months into the season, and people. Already dismissing. But my point being, oh, no, Jason's here. Tukel! Tukel! scored a home run. <laughs> Go, Bo Bichette. <laughs> now, the reason I say that about Liverpool is before the season, everyone was remembering last season, right? And no one's really given them much credit. Yeah, they're going to probably be a top four team. But the way they started this season, I, obviously I'm biased, but the way they started this season, they're once again playing the way they should be playing, right? It seems... Hey, there's your wife over there. You didn't realize didn't that before? Her. Hey. <laughs> hey, Elena. I, was, I wasn't... She, she says, hi, Charmin. I, I wasn't sure how many fans we would get tonight, so I thought, there better be someone in two, the stands. Two. I also two, thought two. that... Um, Scary Sprice is there. Yeah. I also thought that... I knew the Jays <laughs> would be on. The, the crowd is reacting to uh, a, a big Blue Jays okay, run. Here, I, I need in to ask a question game. about fandom, only because I know Charms when he watches England, and it's always you can't you can't watch them without thinking you may lose, right? Correct. No, no, no. Uh, you can't watch them without thinking they are going to lose. Okay, that's fair different. Enough, fair enough. 
are there teams that you can be? Are there teams that you can be fans of that you can carry that English fan approach across, like Aston Villa or? And then are there teams that you go, I expect them to win all the time? Well, that's interesting because with the Reds, my team, for, for many, many years, it was the England. They're going to lose. They will lose. Even though they could be pretty good teams. They're generally a good team. The last three years that's changed. I expect them to win every single week now. Even on Sunday against Man City, right? They may not be favorites in that match, but I expect them to win because I know they can win that match. So that's changed somewhat. In the 80s, I, as a kid... Every game, I thought they were going to win that game. Then it all went shit pear-shaped. When so Kobe- how do you approach a game? And this is why I wonder, because when we were doing sports interaction, remember? And we had to, like, pick games and Euro. You always were hedging on England. Always. Emotionally. Emotionally. Like, across the board, you were hedging. That's what a good better. Do you do the same thing with emotion. Liverpool now? Do you hedge? Or do you just cheer? No, it's, it's different. I guess it is different. England's different to Liverpool. England, because... Well, and that's my point. Is there those top six... In my life, they've won so few big games. But those top six, like, Tottenham people who don't hedge seem pretty crazy to me now, right? Like... Now, yeah. Yeah. So, do people who are the fans of Man City, fans of Man U, fans of Liverpool now, expect a win? And this is maybe why Pep, all those guys get like, like Klopp get hammered, hammered when they lose to Tuch Tuchel. <laughs> but but I think even even West Ham, like Craig would say this, even West Ham expects to win. Like villains get, and I remember doing a show with with Charmin 10, 12 years ago, back when Martin O'Neill was leading Villa to successive sixth place finishes. We did a show in April. It was April of whatever that season was. Maybe it wasn't April, but Feb- February. They were second. And the conversation was legit. Should we be talking about Villa as potentially winning the title? They were second in February. And I was like, ah, I don't know. They end up finishing sixth. I think they, they won on a, Arsenal went on a run and knocked them out of the top four. But to answer Wonger's question as he's now left and we'll have to listen to this on playback, like the rest of you listening, I think that like those teams can get sick of being close because they want to see the team go farther. I got frustrated with the draws. And I remember you saying to me, like, can you shut up? Like, you're taking points off of United and Chelsea. They were big teams, but it was like, Real teams. I'm sick of, you know, eight, eight draws out of 12. I'm sick of that. I, I think with a national team, there is more hope that collectively we're going to get the win or do well in a tournament. With your team you support, there's an expectation, but there's also a realism as well, dependent on the team you support. So with me, with QPR, I know going up against a Liverpool or Man City that have spent triple or quadruple the amount of what we've spent on our squad, there's a realism to say, okay, we're going to compete, we're going to fight, but at the end of the day, the quality could determine what the result is going to be. So it could be a close game. We could nick a draw. We could nick a random win. But the realism at the end of the day is that we can't really compete against teams like those. And I think that's what Norwich are going through at the moment because they haven't won a game. The fans will still support them because there's a realism yeah. that 
they're up in the Premier League. They haven't spent big money. They've lost their best player, Bondia, to Aston Villa. Yeah. And there's a realism there. But with, with my national team, England and Italy, there's a hope that they win because they should win because they have 75% of the best players in the world playing in the best league in the world at the moment as well. Yeah, but okay, so when you watch Italy, I understand that, right? Because they have won. You, in your lifetime, you've seen them win. You've seen them win a World Cup. Uh, probably two World Cups, in fact. You've seen them win a European Championship. Yeah. England, you've seen them win nothing. So it must be a different mentality when you watch the Azuri play compared to England. That's why I'm saying there's a hope, especially with England. See, I didn't have that for a long time, though. No? I See, you it's, always it's, had a ditch? Because I know why he didn't have it. No, I, I've had it at certain tournaments where I think we should have done better than did, especially the golden generation when we had the golden generation. Yeah. But I, I feel the same with this, this same group of players now that, okay, they got through to a final, come up against a very good Italian team. But I think this team and, and the younger players coming through are going to be around or in semifinals and finals for the next decade or so. I really do. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. But that being said, in the past, with England's you know, golden generation in the past, I would, in the build-up to a tournament, look at the teams they're going to be facing. Look at their squad and be confident. Man, this could be the year. They could do it. But then something happens the minute that whistle goes to that first match and the confidence just saps from me. And I then expect them to lose. That's the old England, right? So, you know, we would watch World Cup 2010, right? In the build-up, man, it's a pretty good team, this. Wow. Gerard, you know, you've got Rooney, you've got Lampard, that's, we could win it. Then the minute that first whistle goes, damn it, reality sinks in. And it was Algeria or something it was in Algeria the group stage, and right? The US yeah, one time. And, US. Yeah, and it's always it's Iceland or someone every tournament. This team, though, right now, having seen them come to, them, come to the, their own in two tournaments, reaching a semi final and a final, now I've got true belief that, that that switch in my brain when that opening whistle is blown doesn't happen i still think they can and, actually go and they way. also have the experience of getting to the latter stages of a tournament they've proven it to us they can they've do proven it. yes yeah so now it's just getting over that hurdle of the last stage and winning something yeah. which germany had the experience of doing um even spain had it like a few years ago when they had a golden generation and they've been to a few semi-finals finals but then they had that, that group, that little dynasty of players that won European Championships, World Cup. That's right. Spain were the big chokers for a long time. Big they time. were the big chokers. Yeah. Why can't they get it done? Look at their players. Raul is a guy that always jumps out to me. A brilliant, brilliant, legendary striker who, who never led his country to the promised land. Yeah. He kind of retires from international football and then in comes that golden generation. Yeah. You're right. There were some great players when, when, when Real Madrid was winning... Champions Leagues in the early Piero, 2000s, right? Salgado. Yeah, that's right. Right. Really good a, a, few, a few Spanish legends. Even to go back to USA 94, I think they came to 94 thinking they could be semifinalists and they got tripped up by Italy on the road, I think quarterfinals perhaps. Um, yeah, Spain's a good There are, there are a few comparison. crossovers. Like Carlos Piol was a guy, wasn't he, who kind of crossed over from the old generation yeah. Into the, the for the 08, was it 08? I think it was the first. He was definitely, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think he was there in 2010, but he wasn't there for 12. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, you're right. Puyol crossover and but there weren't many of them, right? No, They've really kind of shifted uh, Xavi Iniesta era. No. I'm just glad that my question that wasn't from Twitter just held on for so long. I, I got to take a pee. I got to take a pee in the middle. So Give us another one. Give us another one. Last. Then. This is the last Twitter question before right. there's another uh, announcement. Read. Okay. This is from man. This is a crazy Twitter handle. T at TC two six 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 seven eight seven eight. This one is for Danny or James. Serious question, because for years I've been conflicted. Granddad was from Manchester, huge Man U supporter. Had tryouts as a winger before he emigrated to Canada. Nan, Nan, so his grandmother, yep. was, God, that's a stupid name for a grandmother. Sorry. Just so you know. uh, Nan from West London, Chelsea fan. She loved Peter Bonetti and Andy Townsend. Nice. Yeah. Love Andy Townsend. We were just talking left, about Andy Townsend. <laughs> and you're funny. And probably would have left granddad for the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Townsend is what I want to look like when I'm in my 50s. Really? When I'm your age, if I look like Andy Townsend, I am fucking winning the lottery. All right. Well, <laughs> Great guy. Great so guy. My, my dad was born in Croydon. I don't know where that is. It's near London. And South London. It's where there. all the shitty hotels are. The equivalent Jeez. would be if you get a hotel by Pearson Airport, yeah. that's Croydon. I used, yeah, got a good I, I deal to on it. They also have the landing strip right there. Yeah. Basically, Croydon is Crystal Palace. Croydon. It's Crystal Palace? Yeah. Speaking of very Crystal close to, Palace. I, I grew up very close to Croydon. Do you know that Crystal Palace fans in Toronto apologize to B? And he doesn't want and to so talk they about should. it. What? What? <laughs> so they should. <laughs> they broke him. Yeah, it's pretty close. You're right. All right. Yeah. Let me finish this, and then we're going to hear that. My dad was born in Croydon and spent some time there as a boy before they all emigrated. I was born and brainwashed on hockey. My, my question to the my question to the two of you is it wrong that I support Chelsea? No. No. Nan Absolutely Ch- not. Nan supported Chelsea. You can never question your allegiance because of Nan. She's Nan. No, right? and most of his family are from London. From the south. Like and 50% of Manchester United fans are from London as well. Plus, United at some point yeah, cut his dad, right? So he, he's actually saying trial with them, right? He goes, I also keep tabs on my Man U and Crystal Palace. Is this allowed? Because you guys said I only can have one. Well, one what, what does but, keeping tabs mean? Yeah, he did say know. keep, I, that, keep he tabs. He didn't go that far, but he goes, or would I be shunned out of England? So, so I, I feel like I, I'm the most qualified to answer You are, because you have 11 teams. However, there's, I, I have I have one team. It's, it's for those two, but I have the most. I have one team. It's Aston Villa. But I do. There are other teams that I cheer for that Aston Villa would never play against, like Benfica or Werder Bremen. How would Elena feel if you said I've got one wife, but I've got lots of other ones just in case? Well, she knows I have an Instagram account. What do you mean? <laughs> you like to follow uh, chicks with. Dogs. Dirty, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gym girls. It's gym girls with dogs. It's normally the other way around. Dogs with no, no, it's, chicks. It's these gym, gym girls. G-Y-M. Gym? Yeah. Girls with dogs. As opposed to J-I-M. Yeah, gym I girls. I think gin. Like gin. Like gin. <laughs> gin and tonic. <laughs> well, you bottle gym snakes? Gym as in no. James. Where Dan of... Oftenly frequent. Oh yes, yeah. They go. They, they work out at the gymnasium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, weightlift. Yeah, fit girls with dogs. That that tends to populate my explore page. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So and that's soccer thing. boots. You would not know that. Yeah, football football boots. Anyway, back to the question. What was Which the question? Was... Oh, fans about uh, diff- oh, yeah. different fan. teams. Okay, no, keep tabs. When Villa were in the championship, 
their matches weren't accessible on television. Like, they were not broadcast. There was, in a 38-game, what is it, in the championship, 42-match season? Where? Well, who? In the championship. Oh, right. There's a, it's yeah, a longer season. Yeah. Four, 42 matches. I might have only had access to 20 at all, let alone, like, in Canada. I, I, I just think, mean in general. I think that T guy and you are Canadian. Yeah, yeah. So, so keeping tabs, every Premier League weekend, I watched Wolves. Because Wolves were, like, all these matches were on at the same time, but I always watched Wolves because they were basically the Portuguese national team for the next tournament. I was curious about, about them. But keeping tabs is Different not from, like, cheering on. Cheering. It, yeah, right? but I, I think it's I think it's one thing to have a team, especially if you're from a small town, that's like, that's my team. I, I have a, a very good friend who's from Shrewsbury. That is his team. But they're never going to be in the Prem. So he keeps tabs on Man City well, because he went to school, yeah, uni at Manny. At your team was QPR. That's always going to be your is, team. Is. Correct. Yeah, but he played for them too. Though. No, I know. It doesn't matter because he was brought up in the neighborhood, right? Look at yeah, 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 no, I, I get that. But I think from a... A former player is different, right? If you play for a few clubs, I understand where you keep tabs on West Brom and you keep a tabs on Sunderland, right? I get that, even though you're a QPR boy. Because but you, play, you played a, for no, all these but clubs. But can he have a Prem League? His team's in the Champions right now. Oh, no, can he can't. He no, 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 he can't. Can you no. cheer for anybody right now? So. Why don't we ask him? I'm going... <laughs> I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you the story here. So he just said, "No, I can't." What an asshole! Charles <laughs> is telling me how I can talk. Freedom lover. I grew up obviously in West London, Notting Hill, Shepherd's Bush. That's West London. West London. We have three teams in West London within a two-kilometer radius. QPR, Chelsea, and Fulham are in such close proximity. You could have them in downtown Toronto. Three stadiums in downtown Toronto's core. In the exhibition. In area. exhibition, probably like literally in that exhibition area with like Fort York, uh, a stadium down where BMO is, and maybe a stadium at Union. That's how close Fulham, Chelsea, and QPR are. My team I supported, as I said, and I played for, I grew up playing for as well as QPR. But at the same time, my uncle worked for Arsenal. So I have a soft affiliation for Arsenal. Because I actually went to a lot of their games when QPR were away playing on the road. I would go to Arsenal with a couple of my friends because my uncle got me tickets. So I watched a lot of Arsenal games back in the day as well. It's not saying I support them and I'll give my money to them and everything. But I enjoy watching them. I enjoy having an affiliation with them. But in England, you can't have two free teams. Regardless of where your team is... In the championship, Premier League, League One, League Two, like Sunderland fans can attest to, like Man City fans can attest to, going down to League Two, you support your team through thick and thin. Okay, so one of the this year we have seen so much on our Twitter feed, on Footy Prime Twitter feed, and to Zone Soccer Footy uh, Footy feed, guys from who are Arsenal fans, and we've we've put them on our us versus them. And they literally have been waiting or scared to say that they may drop Arsenal as a team with the approach. You Does can't that do it really in England. ever happen? Well, I'm sure it does happen in Canada. It shouldn't ever For happen. For sure, it shouldn't it happen. It shouldn't happen. It happens though, right? in England too, but it shouldn't happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. See, to me, the, the crest is a bit of a cliche, right? The crest is the most important thing. Jay's just won. Jay's just won. So... 
the crest is, is more important than the players, more important than the ownership, right? Because it's understandable why a, an old school Man City fan who appreciates what the team's doing now might not appreciate the politics of the ownership, right? They're from a part of the world that don't respect human rights, shall we say. But you still support City because that's your club, right? Owners come and go, players come and go. You support that club. You shouldn't drop them for any reason. Because the club is bigger than I think it transcends anything, right? Doesn't it? The actual club itself. Right? You might hate 11 players in that starting 11. You might be the biggest arsehole who's your captain of your team. But he'll, he'll leave at some point. He'll go. You, can't, you are Liverpool. You are QPR. You are Villa. Whatever. Stick with that team. There's no excuse. What we have to remember as well is in England, the majority of teams are community supported. So it's a little bit different than NFL and even college football where kids from out of state have gone to that university and are now an alumni or people from out of state have an affiliation with the Dolphins just because their granddad was a snowbird to go down there. In England, it's different. You're, like, you're brought up in an area in East London, you support West Ham. You're brought up in South London, you either support, if you're on the bad side of the tracks, Millwall. If you're on the other side of the tracks, Croydon, you support Palace. In West London, if you're born in a certain area and your dad is at a certain pub, you support Chelsea. That's on the King's Road side. If you're south near the Thames River, you're a Fulham supporter. If you're west, where I was born, near Notting Hill and Labrick Grove, you're a QPR supporter. And that's kind of transition through the families after time and you support that that's that's just part of the community reach out that you support that community team i don't feel that we have that in north america yet i feel that we're trending that way especially in toronto i really do and in montreal and in vancouver but it's difficult it's, it's a lot different than what we have in england but is it because also in north america teams do move cities yeah that's frequently. a good point now, we haven't seen it so much in Toronto, but other cities, there's diehard Expos fans, right, in Montreal, diehard, who still are, who saw their, their club just pick up and move to Washington. Look at the Raiders. How many times have they moved? I'm a Raiders fan. Right, which one? Oakland or LA or uh, Las Vegas? I'm a Raiders fan. Right. Oh, okay, so Crest is more important than the actual ownership. The Crest, yeah. But, but like, you're not in just... that city, though, right? If you lived in Oakland or lived in LA. I supported them when they were in LA. Is that Bo Jackson? Is that why? No, actually, funny story. I supported the LA Raiders from when I was really young because of a wide receiver that I loved, Marcus Allen. Oh, yeah. Marcus and then Allen. what? Yeah. Running back. Running, Running back, back, sorry. And then when I came to Toronto, it was really weird because his brother, his brother was playing Damon for the Argos. Damon yes. Allen was playing wow. as QB for the Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I met him and I was like, you're the reason I love the Raiders, unfortunately. Your brother. Because of your brother. You know, about seven years ago now, whenever he was in Toronto, I uh, played in a charity soccer match and, and Damon Allen was um, my, in the opposition team. And Paul went down to the corner. We were both at the halfway line, had a sprint to the corner, and I beat him. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yep, you yep. beat now, Damon Allen I did. in a sprint. I yeah, did. But, now, in fact, the, the charity fence, booth he, fest he was had, the night before. He had actually retired, I think, actually, about two years prior. I think his knees were shot. All right. <laughs> but regardless. No, no, I, I Damon Allen also played in Ottawa. And my buddy played for the like, played with these guys, and yeah, he his brother Marcus pointed him out and said, when he got into the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame, 
He said, if it wasn't for my brother, who also broke records in Canada, and I was just like, I thought Damon Allen was the shit back in the day. And James Sharman now, I have so much respect for. I tell you what, he beat one, him in a sprint. I'm in not a foot race. Athlete, but I can run fast. Okay, we're gonna. Have, this is it. what we're gonna do. Sprint. We're gonna do field goal kicking. We're doing sprinting, and we're doing push-ups. Push-ups. That's right. Yeah. Okay. We we'll do like a CBC Superstars. Yes. With, uh, <laughs> oh, we're gonna do a Footy Prime Superstars. Did, did Brian Bud win a CBC Superstars? Budgie won like, like seven yeah, times. Yeah, would have. Yeah. I've got I've got a field. I've got like resources that we can use to yeah, do this. We, do we should film it. What else? Footy Prime what else? Superstars. We need ten events. No, you go eight. Okay, eight then. I think ten's uh, too decathlon-ish. Okay. <laughs> Is eight? Will the eighth one be like a drinking competition? Oh, I love that. Yeah. And we do a century club and invite everyone down <laughs> drink with us for a century club. Oh, I think we should, before 40 picks, we should end on that. Your favorite, this is our 100th show, your favorite centurion. What does that mean? Favorite, like, 100th. So there's, I gave examples in the group chat. I, uh, I My group chat, I didn't see. You could be a cricketer that has hit a century. So okay, like, okay. like Brian Lara, who's got 37. Oh, well done, Brendan Dunlop. 37 test uh, Brian centuries. Brian Lara from the West Trinidad Indies. and Tobago. I, I know, West Indies is a big group. Where is he from? What island? Trinidad, Trinidad. and Tobago. No, he's Barbados, isn't he? No, he's no, Trinidad. Trinidad. Is he Trinidad? Definitely, yeah. He's the one that... Uh, I should know this. Yeah. You Christ, used to do a show called should. Sports World. Best friend... Did I tell you... Fitzy would be so disappointed. Best friends with Dwight York. Did I tell you I go? Did to they go Australia. to club events with you? Club events. They went to your club events. Yes. I go to Australia, and on the front of the paper it says, "Aussies lose to Packies." Shut up. On the front of the newspaper, and obviously a racial slur. But this is 1992. I'm reading this, going, "What the hell is going on in Australia?" that they can use these terms, and I'm sitting there going, and then it happens over and over again, and it's all with cricket. The most racist sport in the world. That's what I'm saying. Cricket. James Sharman. <laughs> most racist. <laughs> have you have you watched a lot of That's soccer his favorite sport. I don't know. <laughs> have you watched a lot of soccer? I think that might take no, no, the title. Number two. No, that's number two. <laughs> most racist sport. Cricket. So that wasn't my answer. Favorite Centurion. It's not Brian Law. I was okay. giving Wonger an example. Okay. okay. All right. So it could be a hundred uh, anything. Uh-huh. It could be you could pick Mo Salah because he scored a hundred Liverpool goals. Your, your favorite Centurion. You want me to bat lead off? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you go, go on. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. If you, if you well, go on. My favorite Centurion is the first man to score a 147 maximum break in a televised snooker championship. And that would be Steve Davis. Oh, okay. You boring old... Yeah, you <laughs> loser. Not only that, he likes gingers. I hate gingers. Rangers. Except Ginger Spice and Je- Jeff Cole. Rangers. Who's that? Rang- In Australia, they call him Rangers. Rangers? Orangutans. Rangers. Fucking Rangers. Yeah, Ringer. I grew up in Australia, and uh, my microphone doesn't work. But I was that constantly does. called a Ranger. No, it's look at... And, uh, you know, it, it, I, I got over it, but did I made you, that up because you, I'm not from Australia. And you didn't get over it? Nope. And it never happened. Have you watched Summer Heights High? No. It's amazing. Watch it. Okay. You rang it? Then you'll understand what Ranga and Jonah means. You rang it? What? 
Oh, hey, hey, Wonga, you would love Summer this show. Summer High Tie, it's amazing. You would, you, you'd be like, why have I never watched this show? Summer High Tie. It's incredible. Yeah. Go on, who's your, so your 100 is Steve Davis. Donna, yeah. go. Hazel McCallion, the mayor of Mississauga. Yes, Hazel. She's, uh, She's 127 years old, I think. 127? No, oh, no, hold up. on. Well, the actual... You can't spell McCallion. You're just like looking at Hazel. Hazel May's coming up. Hazel, she's gonna be, she's, Hazel May does come up. When you, I didn't even find it. I just, Hazel May I just, is 100 years old. There's no way she's in, alive. I typed in H-E-Z and Hazel May came up. There's yeah. no way she's alive. Hazel, maybe it's my phone. Hazel McCallion. She's a buck four, surely. Holy shit, Dieter, are you ready? My favorite centurion is Hazel McCallion, who turned 100 on February 14th. Lover's Day. Not, she was born in 1921. Amazing. What a legend. Years old. She was the Mrs. mayor of Mississauga. Yeah. She was like the, the first mayor. And she like, I know, just I know left. who you're talking about. <laughs> but like, she's not alive still. Like, she is she, alive still. It's like a weekend at Bernie's. Like, it's a weekend at no, Hazel's. She's still switched on. She's sharp. She's sharper than most people. Like, I loved her. Range. I loved her back in the day on the. But she's still alive. Yeah, she was the mayor of Mississauga. That's which, great. For those of you who don't uh, live in Ontario or from Toronto, it's it's the city next to the big city, and it's a it's almost a million people. It's a large city. She was the mayor of Mississauga from 1978 until 2014. Yeah, beloved. And she turned 100 this past February. Good for Hazel. Love Hazel. Let's get her on the show. I've drank 100 beers tonight. 100 shots of beer doing uh, the Century Club. And I think we should all try that one time, where you mm-hmm. do an ounce of beer a minute. What well, is the eighth event for our pardon? It's the eighth event of our yes, superstars competition. That's our eighth, or event. maybe the first event. Oh no, 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 <laughs> yes, no, no! We do all the events? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that's that just gross. That's just gross. After the event, one, okay, but we are going to do so. People, we we need eight events. Yeah, and so far we have the sprint, the the forty yard sprint, forty yard dash. Nigel. Yard dash. Nigel can commentate. 40 yep. yard dash. 40 yard dash. Yep. Push ups. What's yep. Nigel's? What else? Oh, field goal kicks. Field goal kicks? Yeah, field goal um, kicks. Quarterback throw? No. No, no, no. I got, I got a spaghetti arm. Not doing that. Come on. But that doesn't like Look what? at these you noodle can just arms. Throw further? Okay, we could do a th- If you want. Quarterback throw, yeah. How about right. the uh, like a spiral, like a drop kick? How far? Uh, Craig will win that. And that's not fair. No, drop kick would p- be kind of cool. No, drop Craig, kick? Craig will smash us. A penalty yeah, kick? No, drop nah. kick with a rugby ball. A penalty kick <laughs> against Craig? I'm okay with it. Spiral it. Yeah. No, yeah. We just do a normal field goal kick, and then we do a penalty kick against Craig. Free oh, throws. Yeah, that's good. yeah, okay. And you we're get doing 10 free shots. throws, yeah. You get 10 free throws. And we're doing this at a world class facility, the All State Crossbar Challenge. Down, yeah. down Shoe Park. It. We're doing it at yeah, Down Shoe Park. Crossbar Challenge. Crossbar Challenge from the halfway line. Yeah. What was halfway that? What did <laughs> I was going to say from the 18 yard box. Crossbar from the halfway line. Crossbar oh, I've been watching that. There's a show. Which one of us are hitting him from the halfway line? What? At that ground, actually, I almost chipped him. He was playing goal in a charity tournament. You and tried I it. You almost tried chipped it. him. With, yeah, but you couldn't believe it. You had no. to. Did you palm it over to hit the I top of the bar? From, no, you didn't. It from hit a, the top of the From the penalty net. kick, Danny. No, from the halfway line. So you can. Off a it. kickoff. It wasn't a yeah. full field, though. It was freaking no, like it was five a, a side. It, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a five <laughs> a side field. It was field. <laughs> It was a short field, yeah. It was a five right, a side So we got crossbar challenge. Yeah. How about like a Muay Thai fight? What? Bare knuckle fights. Hardest oh. punch. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Measure. I, I don't want to have to fight people. 
No. Because no, I'm gonna. It's gonna end up me and me and him at the end. <laughs> it's just a punch. But we need someone to take the punch. JC, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> Raw meat. Excuse me, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I've been hiding under the tables this whole time. I haven't been I, tested for a while. I must. I must ask. Could we ask? Could we add a, a new uh, event to the tournament? I thought perhaps a leapfrog competition. We do it barebacked as we did. When we were in school many, many years ago, but we'll try to see who can jump over the other and behind another man and, and over top of, and maybe we won't make it. Perhaps we won't make it all the way over, but we'll keep trying and trying and trying to jump over. But I feel like if that's, if that's sufficient, then I believe we should add that. And then I will be there to Excellent, commentate. Nigel. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Look at this. All right, listen, we should really get moving here for three minutes because it's it's, been an hour and a half. We've got, no, it always happens when we drink. It's been a long while. We we do have a musical closing, by the way. No, no, but we have we have to do footy picks. Let's do it. I was about to say that. It's. Forty picks. It's forty picks. It's forty picks on forty prime. So we have one game, Charms. One game. Do we? Do you text me? Well, you've been talking about it. Liverpool versus Man City. All right, we're doing. Liverpool, Man City. Okay, Dunlop, you start here. Okay, who is it going to be? You got to say it in your in your best Stephen Gerrard accent. I'll tell a quick. Is that a Liverpool accent? Yeah, 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 it is. So you know. So quick, quick story. So my brother and I, we went to see uh, Liverpool at Aston Villa, and the uh, media communications director of Villa at the time was an ex journalist who I had had a run in with when Villa came to play TFC. Recognized the name immediately that he'd taken this job. Wrote him, said, hey, big Villa fan, love to come over. You know, could you show us about? Great guy. He got us on the field at uh, warm-ups. Literally was sitting in, the, in uh, the manager's dugout, who I think was Paul Lambert at the time. Minutes before they'd come in, the team was warming up. It was great. Christian Benteke was a star. Bef- before that, before the warm-ups, we, he's give, showing us around quickly, and he's doing his own thing. And he takes us into the, this... I could see that it was a tunnel, but I had no idea like what tunnel it was. And it was the, actually the entrance tunnel from the bus as Liverpool was coming in. And I'm first, and he's like, yeah, enter the tunnel. And I open the door, and I hit Daniel Sturridge, like brushed his arm with the door. And he looks at me, and he's I like, bet he was injured. Who, who are you, right? And I, and I looked at him, and I'm like, hey, uh, nice hair, bro. And he's like, thanks, bruv. And then, so the, the media director, now all embarrassed, like, shit, he didn't see, and he told me to open the door. Like, oh, stand on the line. So we stand on the wall now, and w- there's other people in this hallway as the players are coming through. All the stars, like, Liverpool's literally entering the stadium, exiting the bus. Did you guys do frog jumps together? <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, it, it, it was just like, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right, Le- leapfrog. Stand on the wall, let everyone in, right? Yeah. But, so I look in the hallway. Well, we weren't the only people in the hallway. Everyone else in the hallway was like, Parents and their like disabled children in the hallway, and then us are there, right? With this, with this embarrassed media director. So all the players are walking in and they're they're greeting the children. They're saying hello. They're smiling and look at us and they're like, "The hell are you doing here?" Right? And S- Stephen Gerrard walks by, and my brother couldn't resist, and he went, uh, "Good game, Steve." And he looks and he goes, "Yeah, right, okay." And I thought that was the most perfect exchange possible for that. The best Gerard story I have is uh, down in uh, Houston. I think it was. No, no, it wasn't Houston. Of course not. TFC were playing uh, LA. Yeah. 
and I'm down there with Jerry Dobson yeah. and the Sportsnet crew, and we're on the field. It's Gerard, before Gerard's first game, actually, for the Galaxy. And uh, Galaxy? Oh, yeah, yeah, for the Galaxy. Was it Galaxy was it FC? No, they weren't there yet. Yeah, it was Galaxy. Anyway, Galaxy. So we're on the training field, right? And uh, Jerry's there with the camera and the mic, you know, and he's kind of in, with the group of players. And Gerard walks past Jerry, and Jerry's kind of in his way. And then all Gerard goes is, all right, and rubs Jerry's belly. <laughs> <laughs> and keeps walking past him. And Jerry's like, Stephen Gerard just rubbed my belly. <laughs> like he's a genie. Yeah, but not only thing. that, it's not like he... All right. Jerry's always fit. Like yeah, he's, he's, like, he's not a fat, he's a no. very fit guy. So he's, he's just like rubbing runner. his belly for the rubbing of the why. belly? Don't know why. Maybe Stevie took an affection for Jerry. I don't Jerry's know. a good-looking short good dude. Yeah, right that's hair. okay. If you had to go for a midget, it'd be Jerry. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to the picks, because i got to get to the yep. pisser. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. That's, All right. Let's call this. Okay, so uh, here we are. It was me. City Reds, you're up there. All right, so it's going to be a tight one. It's going to feel like a final. It's going to finish. You want to see goals? You know, can I get them? It's going to finish one. Nil. For Liverpool. All right there, D-Shop. To you now, son. <laughs> I think that it's going to be a really tight fucking game. And I think there's going to be some fucking little rascals fucking bouncing up and down in the cup. But I really feel that Mo Salah fucking great player he's going to run up and down that fucking wing and he's going to fucking slot one and right in the top corner and Liverpool are going to win this fucking 1-0 was that a man called Scouse? fucking hell I he went Scouse right Scouse to Mank <laughs> there even was a scar for a second but you got a little Jamie Tart in there a little bit now yeah. the best part now is going to be Wonga's version of uh, Scouse accent. Uh, uh, yeah, Come on, do a Scouse, okay. Scouse accent. I can't do it. I can't. I don't know. What you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Money. No. Your Scouse is I Stephen can't. Caldwell. Hey, How you, the fuck was that? Were you I waiting? Can't. Your, hey, I cannot. I cannot do it. Were you waiting with your parents? Uh, at Dude, the park? I can't do By accents. Chance. The only one I can do is this. Why you call Wonga so early in the morning? <laughs> it's eight o'clock in the morning. My dad would hate me right now. He'd be rolling in his grave. Just so the audience knows, that is actually Dan Wong doing that impression. It's so wrong. He so Wong. Yeah, so Wong. So Wong. Yeah, you, guys you remember there was a show called <laughs> Name for a podcast. Uh, Walk so with Wong. Yan. Of course, we've discussed this before. I know, yeah, but it's great. My dad hated so hated Yan. Walk with Yan. He just goes, "I hate people who like." He just goes, "This guy's making fun of Asian people. He's playing on stereotypes." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, but man, he can really cook a chicken chow mein." <laughs> And my dad's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Cornstarch and water. That's a thickening agent every single Why show. Why you call Sean so early in the morning? You wake up earlier and call him less in the morning. Daddy Dickio in the morning. <laughs> That's our special wonder. Let's call Forrest. Shall we finish the show? Let's close this show. Let's call Forrest. The show is bidding adieu. We thank you so much thank for joining you for us. Thank you for the 100th show. 100 episodes. Keep watching and listening and for whatever reason. Join uh, the racism. Je- Jeff's mic. Je- Allow Jeff us now to the turn the mic over to 
Our favourite and most talented member of the Footy Prime family, Elena Wako. Vocal Take outro. it away. Definitely, definitely most talented. 100 shows, you didn't think they'd get there, but they did. 100 editions of Footy Prime. Ow! This 100th episode of Footy Prime, the podcast, has been brought to you by DAZN. DAZN, game changed. Get your free trial at DAZN.com. DAZN. Again, game changed. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 